Okay. So what are we talking about? This episode, we're going to focus on media, specifically the mainstream media or mass media, a pretty big topic, but I had a few focusing (laughs) questions. So how much news do you consume in an average week? Well, I haven't told you, but I recently had like a news epiphany, but I was going to save it for later. So right now I'm not looking at any news, but like normally, like how much a week? Yeah. I don't know. Like definitely an hour a day, probably. So whatever. 70. And where do you get your news from? Wait, an hour a day for seven days. Yeah, it would be. That's seven hours a week. Seven hours. Where do I get my news from? Yeah. Mm, just like the Apple news. So like, well, yeah, all the different newspapers and stuff. I think I have access to all of them. Okay. You don't, you don't get any news off of social media. Oh, hell no. No. I mean, okay, sometimes cause... I get articles off Twitter. Yeah. So I was doing a little bit of reading and Apparently, 67% of Americans get their news from social media, and 45% of those people get it specifically from Facebook. Oh, my God. That's so fucking depressing. Yeah. Wow. No, but do you want to hear about my epiphany? Should we just get this out of the way? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's just get this off my chest. So I always thought, like, you had to read the news. It was like like the equivalent of like eating veggies. Like it, you're being a good citizen by like reading the news every day. But then I had this epiphany and I was like, I don't think it's vegetables, dude. I think it's junk food. I think it's bad for us. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit is like, how does the news make you feel? Yeah, shitty. Like all this shit I'm reading about, I can't do anything about any of it. Like nothing. So I'm just like, filled with anxiety and like I literally think we're on the brink of like civil war or something you know because it's all bullshit thrown at me none of it's even true anymore like media is so fucking bad now it's all garbage total garbage I read another article by Bernie Sanders and he was saying that media has become gossip clickbait and punditry and there's like no real journalism anymore no there is any he said that so many of the news outlets are being destroyed by the same like greed that is a problem with our economy. Yeah. Like everyone is like Fox news now, like Fox news, like led the way and like CNN's just as bad. I saw like a, an actual chart of like, and they were like neck and neck in the amount of lies that they like spewed out. Right. All the newspapers are ideologically possessed in one form or another. So and they lie. They lie all the time. It's not even a bias anymore. They're literally, even like the New York Times, it's like they've all gone to shit. So what do you think happened to real journalism? Because, or like, why did this happen? What created this? Because I feel like the mass media is now mostly propaganda and ideologues. Like, it's very manipulative. Yeah, but it's just money. Right? I don't feel like it was like this. Like, do you remember? Oh, yeah. Do you remember? I think we already talked about this before, but you remember when there were only a handful of cable channels and then in the 90s, like it just sort of exploded. And that was when 24 hour news came along because prior to that, there was nothing on TV 
between like 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. Like it was just that test pattern. (laughs) And then with all these cable outlets, they just were like, well, we need, we need more news because we're on the air like 24 hours a day. Maybe. I don't know. But I I do think it's definitely gotten worse. Like I know it's always been bad, but it's never been like this. It's so bad. But that's not even why. I just feel like if everyone just like focused on the people in their lives and their community, even the building they live in, like, you know, and just like focused on the news going on there instead of shit around the world, you can't do anything about like, we'd all be a lot happier probably. Well, what do you think the psychology behind this is? Like, why do we have news? Why is this a thing? It's been a thing for ages. Yeah. Newspapers, radio, now TV, and social media is where a lot of people are getting their news from. And it's, it's happening so quickly that there's no fact checking. It's just, you're trying to get attention and stand out in a sea of other news. So shitty. It's so shitty. So bad. Like I see lies all the time in the news. It's just like no big deal. Well, I mean, the news was never, news can never be a hundred percent unbiased because it's being reported by humans. So whoever is reporting it has their bias, right? Yeah. But this is way, way more than that now. There's never going to be a way that you can get 100% truth out of anything. Yeah, but we're so much more tribal now, you know, and so a newspaper source just affiliates with its tribe and that's all it feeds to its tribe, you know, it's just like, like, I feel like you, when you meet someone now, you literally have to like someone new, you have to like assess which reality they live in, like which version of reality they're in, you know, like we're all so polarized and like we're all living our own little echo chambers of what we like consume media wise and we're so divided you know yeah I just wonder the news is meant to sort of join us together socialize us keep us informed and a little bit controlled right is it doing that or it are we just all in our own bubbles? We're not connected just because we know what's going on in the world. Cause it yeah. doesn't really affect us individually. You know, like the war in Ukraine, is that having an impact on your life other than anything like financial possibly because of what it's doing to economics? I know. But I also think there's like a huge difference between like staying informed like for me i'll always stay on podcasts because i feel like on podcasts you at least can find people you trust and who like aren't ideologically possessed and though they can give you a rundown of like what's going on with some nuance and like you know maybe some other people that think differently like i'd so much rather get information that way and still feel ethical because i'm like you know i'd be informed about things but I don't think we need to know like 90% of what we're consuming. And it really skews negative. Oh, oh, like, uh, yeah, the news rare, is bad. It's rare to hear a story. They would sometimes throw in those like heartwarming stories. And local news is a lot more like that with the human interest angle. But yeah, man. Yeah, like a tap dancing squirrel. They'll just like throw that in like. Oh, I must have missed I that one. <laughs> I don't know, I but would, like I, I had love this to see 
I would love to see a tap dancing squirrel. <laughs> you haven't seen one online yet? What? No. Oh, I'm sure there's a tap dancing squirrel on TikTok. 100%. <laughs> there's everything now. Um, and we have access to it all. And it's like such a crazy, wonderful thing. But yeah, there's definitely some negatives. And for me, I felt it was social media first. I was like, I could just tell. I'm like, my brain is not meant to be able to handle like this much incoming, like seeing what all these people are doing that I don't even really know. Like it just felt like overwhelming. And so I cut back on that. And then I just recently figured out the same thing. The news is doing the same thing. It was just making me feel so shitty. And I feel, I felt so great this week, not reading it, which is bad, but am I being selfish? Is that selfish though? I don't think so. Cause I've never been a big news person. Like Back in the day, I used to read Adbusters. I studied some like media studies stuff in university. And I was really aware of propaganda and and the role of the news and how so much of it was crap and that you're not even getting the real story anyway. So I I feel like I'm still really informed even though I don't look for it. If you're just, you know, listening to podcasts or on social media, you'll you'll be aware of what's going on and then you can delve into it. I I subscribe to Apple News too, but a lot of days I just don't even look at it because the headlines are so sensationalist and ridiculous most of the time. Well, it's so fucking bad. It's so bad. I know I didn't even open those articles you sent me. I was like, nope. I was like, did a cleanse just to see if I'd feel any better. And I well, those articles were good. They were one was like a list of things to put on your summer bucket list. That's the kind of news shit I like. Yeah, like the medium (laughs) articles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I I prefer podcasts. It's like longer form discussions about things, and it's not like. Well, and it's not as censored, right? Yeah, totally. Not yet. Oh my God. Fingers crossed. I'm so sure I had for podcasts. I had another question. What are your thoughts on fake news? Oh, what do you mean? Like, well, like the whole concept disinformation or misinformation? There's a difference between them. I don't, I can't remember what it well, is. Well, I think, I think the term fake news is from Trump and him just. Any story that he didn't want to lie about, essentially, he would just be like fake news. Because if he actually addressed what they were saying, he would might have to admit to wrongdoing, right? But now I don't know. it is fake news, like all the time. <laughs> everything, everything feels like idiocracy. Have you ever seen that? Yes, movie? yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Everything is feels that way dumbed down, watered down, has no nuance. Everything is black and white. Yeah. It's like outrage fuels. Like they want you to be like mad. And so much of it is poorly written. Oh, Poorly written, poorly researched, because the people who are writing this are not getting paid properly. They're treated like... Like being a journalist is not 
I almost became a journalist because my parents were urging me to go to journalism school because I was getting a degree in English and I liked to write, but I never had that passion to tell stories in that way. But where, where was I going with this? I'm losing my train of thought. I didn't know that you wanted to be a journalist. I didn't want to be a journalist. My oh. parents wanted me to yeah, be a I journalist. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have what it took. Hell no. No, I knew that wasn't for me because I feel like to be a really good journalist, you have to have that sense of justice, right? And, and be bold. Yeah. Like, I can't even ask for directions when I'm lost. Never mind, like, I'm not going to be shoving a microphone in strangers' faces. Or, like, it feels like I was bugging everyone, you know? I just could never do it. And you have to be able to write really quickly. Like, yeah, you, your, your deadlines would be yeah. every day. So you got to forgive them on the odd typo here and there, you know? They're under pressure and, yeah. But I think the standard has gone down. There's, <laughs> it's like, like most things. Yeah, because the newspapers stopped making money, so then they moved online, and oh. I feel like every single webs like news website is turning into BuzzFeed. Yeah, but what can we do about that? Like, I don't know, nothing. Yeah, I had another question. Okay, how do you think technology has altered the way we consume and absorb news? Whoa, so deep. How do I think it's changed? Well, it's just made it like easier to consume news, right? And it's easier to access other points of view that we wouldn't have had access to, you know, even 20 years ago before the internet. The problem um, is nobody seeks out, but they don't want, nobody wants a different point of view. <laughs> like that's the problem is it? they don't want to seek out other points of view because people just, I don't know why. See, that's, that's what blows my mind because when I went to university, if you were writing a paper, you would have to research your argument and make sure that it was all facts and that you credited all of your sources. And then just, that was just a fucking paper, right? And I just feel like that doesn't happen anymore. No. People aren't, they're reporting the news with people's opinions and, and quotes. And it's like based on nothing. It's one person talking about something. That's not, you need to have multiple sources. Like you can't just read a news story on one, like on CNN and just assume, oh, this must be the truth. This is the final right. say on this issue. You need to go read other stuff. You should have a balanced viewpoint. You shouldn't just be taking what you heard from this one guy who you like. But that's what I mean. Like when you meet someone now, you have to like discern pretty quickly, like where are they, like, where are they? Like what reality are they living in? And how are they going to judge you for like where you are? You know what I mean? Like people are just so they don't leave their echo chambers and see that like there's actually a lot of people out there that think differently than they do. And that's awesome. Like, I don't even care if everyone wants to live in their own little personal bubble of reality. Like, that's fine. But when you encounter no, no, a different it's, bubble, it's not fine. Cool. It's fine. I don't care. I don't care. No, it's fuck. fine. It's not fine if you're an incel. And you go and kill a bunch of people. Like, this is where these bad ideas are allowed to proliferate. And then 
people are so in their bubble yeah, that they're not that even the living fault in or that reality. Person, I don't know, man. the 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 news certainly it doesn't even have to be news. It could just be like finding your group of people that have the same beliefs of, as you on a Facebook group. But yeah, the Reddit. Whole- the whole topic of censorship that's a fucking huge i was like i don't even know like that's the whole podcast right like that's such a complicated tough fucking issue that we're having to deal with or we have to deal with right like where do you draw the line because i think like the u.s government just got like a like a new commission on like misinformation or disinformation this was before i stopped reading the news but and everyone's like, yay. <laughs> but I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, what if Trump comes walking back into the White House and he has control of a like a misinformation or whatever commissioner? Think, like, what the fuck? Like, can you even imagine? Like, oh, uh, but I think the thing is, how do you decide which ideas are bad? And how do we figure out what the actual truth is? And that's yeah, the problem you get into with censorship is how do you, yeah. who makes that decision? Yeah, exactly. And how are you going to find the truth without listening to everyone? But how do you weed out the whack jobs? So that's the fucking hard part, right? There's always going to be those whack jobs. What we're seeing is giving them a voice hasn't really worked out so great, but. I think everyone deserves to have a voice, but some voices are more important than others. Yeah, but who decides that? Well, isn't it about how, how informed you are? For someone to speak about COVID, it would help if they were actually in the field of medicine and have that scientific background. Yeah, for sure. Right? So experts... Expert opinions have more weight than the guy that lives down the street, unless he's an expert. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I we, just feel we like should be listening to the voices that have proven to be based in, in like real logic. Yeah, and but facts. I, just, I feel like people don't even care about the truth anymore, it seems like, or they, you know, they don't even well, want the truth. What about alternative facts? Like that doesn't even compute alternative facts. It's either a fact or it's not a fact. Is like, that an actual a- term? Yeah, well, that's another thing that Trump used to say. Facts. Oh my God, that's amazing though. That's- so now we don't even, you know, we're like the most educated we've ever been in all of civilization. And now we're like using words that obviously don't make sense like what what have we done (laughs) yeah i don't know how do you uh pull back from this i don't know i'm just along for the ride you know i'm just crossing my fingers in the corner just (laughs) well i just i keep you know saying that like most people get their news off of social media like so much of the stuff on social is not vetted so you can put anything on there and people just believe it. That's that's what I struggle with, just understanding why people don't think critically any longer. I don't know. I think it's just harder to. Like, it just takes, it's not, it's so much easier to just follow the herd. Well, and I guess there's just so much information out there and we have information yeah. fatigue. 
and we don't have that much time. Yeah. So we can't really like research all these issues in like huge detail. Right. So we just go with who we admire or whatever, listen to them. But, but that, the, that's the dangerous. problem is like the people, the voices, like, like trying to triumph, like reason and logic and, you know, like sensible things, the people saying those things, they don't go viral. Like no one wants to hear that shit. Like, it's just like, <laughs> they're not the, they're not newsworthy. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to them. So do you think that news has turned into entertainment? Yeah, for sure. Because sometimes to me, it just feels like a big production. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, a lot of journalists, at least the ones with integrity, in my opinion, have all been moving to Substack. And so that's becoming like a cool thing. Like I subscribe to like Barry's Substack because she's like a journalist I respect and admire. With And so I'll listen to like hers. Yeah, I don't need to just, I don't need to read all the other articles. <laughs> Like, it's too much. Do you think that the news has become a lot more political in recent years? Yeah, everything's become more political. Fucking everything. Why, why do you think that is? I don't know. It's almost like each generation, like, tries to find a new sphere that they can, like, create change. You know, like, every kid, it's just, like, this natural impulse to, like, rebel against your parents and, like, forge a new way. Like we're almost imploding on ourselves. Like it's like things have gotten so good. It's like a civilization that's about to collapse. Maybe like we're just like turning on each other now sort of or something, you know, and there's no like gratitude for the past or, or, you know, anything really. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know, but maybe that's just what happens to societies and civilizations when they become like, you know, affluent and, because we live in the like best version of society that's ever existed, right? Like there's no generation of the past anyone would ever want to go back to and like relive their life there. Right? Do you think because we like we figured out how to survive, we live very comfortable lives at least in North America and we have a lot more leisure time that we've ever had and we have computers and other things that can do things for us to save us time so that we're not having to spend as much of our time working. So then we have all this extra time to sort of obsess about being in the know. Yeah, maybe. That kind of feels like a thing too, is people who consume a lot of news really enjoy being sort of righteous about knowing everything. And it bothers me because it's like you can't ever know everything about anything. Yeah, but I feel like like someone has to read the news or like someone has to like stay informed. But like maybe like the low anxiety population can go just fucking tackle the news and do all that for us. And then like the lower anxiety or the higher anxiety people. Yeah, we don't have to read it as much. Maybe like that'd be a good system. Because someone's got to keep us informed. But I think it could but just... But why? Come- but why do we have to be informed? I know. You're right. Why? Why do we Why do we need to know all this stuff? I know. I feel like we shouldn't. But in our society now, we can't avoid it. 
Like, even if you were so unplugged, you'd still know about the war in Ukraine. There's no way to avoid it. So I feel like we have to adapt to like a moderate consumption of it or find a way that works for us because we're definitely not made and our brains aren't made for this, I don't think. Like, I understand we need the news to communicate, except for example, about a pandemic so that we all know that's like a way to distribute the information to a large population so everyone is aware that this is a thing and this is how you protect yourself so anything about health or war we'd need to know about wars we need to know about what's going on in countries that we want to travel to just in case something bad might happen right so there is a need for us to be informed about what's going on in the world. But, yeah, but does it need to be 24-7? It just seems like we're – and there are all those shows where they're just talking about current events, and it just feels like an obsession with ourselves. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember what I was going to say. What were you just talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the news. I had something to say. Oh well, I don't know. Do you I know guess... who Marshall McLuhan is? No. Oh, Who's I'm that? surprised. He's a Canadian who studied media, mm. and he's the one that said the medium is the message. Mm-hmm. But he was always saying that the media, it's the media, not the content that it has that should be the focus of study because the medium affects society in which it plays a role, not by the content delivered over the medium, but the characteristics of the medium itself. So the way that our tools are has much more of an impact. Television changed the game completely because you could see and hear your news. Like prior to that, you know, there were newspapers and you'd just see a still photo if they got a photo and the radio was just audio. So television was crazy, but now the internet and social media, it's just getting like more and more intense, like where people are filming a man dying, right? Like George Floyd, everyone has a smartphone and they can record anything at any time and that becomes news. The population is now contributing to what we're all a part of it now cuz you could you could record something like let's say there was a woman at the airport and she was throwing a fit and you recorded it. You could send that to a news agency and it would be all around the world in like a minute, right? Yeah, but but like can't people see that it's not as bad as it looks like the news is making all these things seem like they're so much worse than what reality is, you know? And I think cause there's so many stories all day long, every location, all these stories, such an overwhelming amount of news. It just sort of, uh, I, lo- I lost my train of thought. Again. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> bad. I have no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> Well, I think you're saying that it's because it's on more now, like there's more time to fill with. Oh, okay. Here's so there's this overwhelming amount of news and it's just like, it makes it seem 
like so many horrible things are happening all over the world every minute. Yeah. But we don't report on the wonderful things that are happening. So it feels very unbalanced and it makes us all so afraid. So do you think the news is just about keeping the population fearful and therefore compliant? Yeah, maybe. Like it definitely seems like it's geared towards making us scared and or be on your side sort of thing. Like um, that's how it feels when you're watching the news. But why though? Like that part I don't get. I almost feel like we are more controlled than ever in a time where we feel like we have so much freedom and opportunity and choice, but we're being spied on. By who? On the internet? Who though? <laughs> like the technology companies? The government? Why? Why would they want to be spying on you? They're spying on everybody. As Why? soon as you use any of these things, they're collecting data. Yeah, but I don't know understood the big deal about that like i don't care if anybody wants my data like why are people all so freaked out because when they have they know what you're doing online and what you're interested in it's easier for them to manipulate you and serve you content that serves them yeah but it's kind of sweet when you're like it works when the algorithm works for you right when you're like but you don't have privacy anymore yeah that's another one. Because at any right? time they could search your records and see what you were doing. Oh my God, could they see what I Google? They could see where you were. Yeah. <gasps> oh, fuck. I'd be so embarrassed. I'd want to die. Can you imagine? <laughs> what, was the last, what was the last thing you Googled? I don't know, but they're always so fucking weird. And I always have this moment of like, fuck, I hope no one ever sees my search history. Maybe if Are you delete it. Do you have that. a... Are you logged into your your Google account when you're searching? Yeah, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> How do you know? It'll oh my god, two lists in the top corner. What? It'll show you in the top right corner if your photo is oh, there. I don't pay attention to that shit. I'm too chill with it, probably though. I'm gonna get it. But I always figure if someone like tries to hack me, or I'm just like, what do they? I got nothing. Like I don't care. Like, what? Well, they could <laughs> steal all your money in your bank account. Yeah, they'd be so and steal your identity and create so mad a bunch of new credit cards, and then you owe all that money. Oh, they can't! I have like ridiculously small identity theft, man. Yeah, I guess I should care about it more. You need to think about your security. Anyway, news. I think it's important to be informed, definitely, but you need to place limits on yourself. You can't be exposing your it is junk food if you're just subsisting on that sort of diet garbage in garbage out yeah it's totally like junk food but junk food is the best and like it's has its place in your diet because it's yummy and it makes you feel good so but moderation you know like i i always had it twisted though i thought i was doing my due diligence and by reading the news every day i was like so mature you know I can't um, believe that you thought. Yeah, I thought it was good for me. And then the other I can't day, believe I, you thought the news was vegetables. I did. I thought they were fucking veggies. Maybe this like those marshmallow time. bananas. <laughs> I was like, these vegetables taste so good. <laughs> oh, God. Now I know why. No, oh, it's anyway. a shit sandwich, bud. It's just important for people to think critically about 
everything they hear. You know, if someone gossips to you, you you have to take yeah. it with a grain of salt. You don't know what their agenda is. There's always an agenda. Always. Everyone like, has an agenda, whether it's good or bad, that's and irrelevant. There's two sides to every story and Sometimes every there are side. more than two <laughs> yeah and every side thinks they're like doing the right thing you know they're the morally right like everyone thinks that you know it's like <laughs> uh people think oh it's just yeah it's a bummer it's a bummer i just like the news gets me all worked up and i start to feel like like a little kid who whose parents are fighting and you're i'm like uh everyone just seems so angry and gets me down yeah oh the other day when i was walking home a newspaper was like blowing on the ground and twisting and turning in front of me while i walked and i was like stoned obviously so i was like whoa that was a sign i need to let the news go (laughs) yeah let it go right yeah it just blew away in the wind it's very mystical Oh, that was good. That's a good one. That's a good ending. What was your question again? There was no question. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.